You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Welcome to our show. This is Michelle, and this is Between Us Girls. So you're going to notice some changes with the show. Uh, this is not the easiest thing for me to talk about because, you know, it's sort of, it's like when you, when anything changes, changes is tough. Um, so Danielle and Sharonda won't be on the show anymore. Um... It will be just me and various guests. Uh, You'll probably hear from them again, actually. Um, But just the original format that we had, uh, we won't have that anymore. So you might notice that uh, you won't see them, number one. But also that um, there's going to be some rebranding. So what I hope from you guys is that you'll stay and listen to the show still. If you don't, well, then it's been a pleasure sharing with you. And that's really all I want to say about that. Um, But I do have a couple of guests today. I have uh, Rashida Fleming and Troy Rich from the Little Man Investment Group. And they're going to talk to us about their new endeavor, Financial Leadership Center. And this is going to be a great conversation. You guys are going to learn a lot. And I really hope that those of you who are interested in learning more about financial literacy and financial health and wellness will stay to enjoy the show. So let's get into it. So uh, welcome, guys. Uh, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves and just share with the listeners how you got started in this business and maybe what you did before if you transition. But first, I want to know what both of y'all's zodiac sign is so that I can properly stereotype you. Uh-oh. So I'm a Libra. Okay, my son's a Libra. <laughs> Gemini. All right, the twins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And like I said, just tell the listeners a little bit about um, yourselves. So I have been in the real estate industry for a little bit over 13 years now. Um, I started off with tax liens, and then from tax liens, I started doing short sales. And then from there, I started wholesaling, doing subject twos and fixing flips and started building homes and now me and Troy actually own a real estate investment trust company okay and what's the name of that company it's the little man investment group okay so it's awesome. the little man investment group three okay um so my name is Troy Rich I'm originally from Oklahoma and I moved to to uh Houston to pursue my um some further education and I, I graduated with uh, an architecture. I have a master's in architecture and a bachelor's in science. Um, I practice architecture since 2012. I do a majority of uh, QSRs, which is fast food restaurants, as well as plazas and Marriott hotels. Um, through that, I was recognized by Forbes 
Um, so I'm a part of uh, Forbes Business Council. And then from there, I kind of uh, filtered some of my earnings or my money to real estate. Um, after someone being educated through Rashida, she kind of advised or instructed me that, you know, the best way to invest is, you know, obviously through real estate because prior I, I was less educated. You know, I, I would buy cars and houses and all of that kind of crap. And, and then, um, so I just started to filter my money more so through uh, real estate. And, and uh, in the last few years, we, we have over $2 million worth of uh, real estate assets. And, and we're looking to uh, kind of funnel that through the TLMIG to, uh, you know, start our investors off with some passive income and some producing assets so that they can start receiving interest on the money that's invested so that's kind of uh, an overview of how i got started okay and so you guys are both doing the financial literacy center right right okay so so why don't you guys explain to the listeners first how they can join you guys and then tell a little bit about um this quarter of a million dollar thing that you guys are doing so the Financial Leadership Center actually came about because of our investment firm. So what happens is that we feel like even though we have a platform for people to start investing into once we become regulated through the SEC, we decided to have a organization that will allow them to be educated first on investment tools and different things that they can actually use. So with that, once they become an actual member, and when I say member, it's basically saying they come in, they sit down as a student, get educated financially on investments, on small businesses, on their personal um, endeavors and things of that nature, how they want to manage their money and find their own roadmap and things that they want to do with their financials. Once they establish that, they become a lifelong member. So it's only a one-time fee. You become a member with us for life. And what that gives you, that allows you to actually enter into our uh, quarter of a million dollar giveaway. And what we'll do is as we're traveling from state to state, they only have to do four steps. And that four steps is to follow us on Instagram. Make sure they take a picture once they're at the class showing that they were physically there. And um, they have to fill out this this form that we have online. And once they complete all three or four steps, then that's when they're going to be entered into that $25 million giveaway. So quarter of a million, sorry. The quarter of a million dollar giveaway that will allow them to use that money and everything that we taught them inside of that class, it will allow them to use that money the right way. Whether they want to reinvest it and make more money or if they want it to pay off any debt that they have, it just all depends because everybody has a different roadmap. So depending on whatever roadmap that they're trying to pursue, that money will allow them to help them to grow financially well i think i'm gonna sign up (laughs) well and i'm saying that because you know i don't think i think most people have a poor understanding of financial literacy i think i mean that's why it's so important for people like you and troy because for myself i mean now i'm 35 and i have two kids and i'm like well i don't have anything you know what i mean i haven't really built anything So, like, one of the questions that some of my uh, listeners had actually was, you know, what is the best investment platform for beginners? Like, how do we get started? And I think 
um, something like the Financial Leadership Center is really good because it gives people a platform. But like if let's say if somebody um, doesn't have access to something like that, what's another way for them to get started, you think? I just feel like they should start doing a lot of research. To be honest, I truly don't feel no one should really invest until they know what they're getting themselves into. Mm -hmm. So I I just feel like in in order to really start diving in and getting into the the actual in-depth of of the goal that they're trying to reach, why not educate yourself and figure out which roadmap should I take before you start jumping into these different pots and start losing your money. You have to understand where you're going first, what type of goal, whether you're trying to get a home, whether you're trying to get passive income, you need to know what aspects to take. You need to know which roadmap to to go to in order to reach that next goal before you start making those decisions. And that's where a lot of people mess up at. That's why I just feel like education is key. You know, even... We even have it to where our program will literally show you how to create generational wealth mm. and, how, and what that looks like and how to educate your um, your kids and your grandchildren and things of that nature to actually have a full understanding on how that actually looks like and how to develop it. You know, you have to start off with a good, solid foundation in order to maintain how to do compact, uh, comp- not compact, but compounding interest, how to manage your debt, how to do a financial planning for yourself, retirement plans and things of that nature. So yeah. that's just the goal from, that I would say. You know, I think that was actually going to be one of my questions was, you know, <clears throat> okay, well, let me, let me start here. So what do you think? Um, well, not what do you think, but why do you think they don't teach us as uh, we're coming up? I feel like in schools, of course, that's not their responsibility necessarily, but we don't really get any of that information because we're not getting it at home either. So, well, you 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 really have to look at it from from a broader standpoint. Um, if everybody knew how to grow money, how to invest wisely, how to to secure what they've what they've already uh, worked for, mm-hmm. as an example, how does that affect the economy? You know, so that that would really have a big impact as far as the direction of the economy because right. everybody would, would live in this hold status in comparison into a spending, you know, spending yeah. um, stage, I guess. So it's, it's really structured for, for, you know, a lot of people, like, for example, generational wealth has been established generations after generations after generations. So you get a lot of us who, who come up and we see how people how people save how people invest, but then we quite don't understand how to grow the money. Right. Um, as far as making money, anybody can make money, but it's it's how do you grow your money? You know, that's kind of the mystery. That's one of the keys, and that's one of the problems that most of us are facing now. You know, um, so by coming to the class, we teach people how to save their money wisely while receiving compounding interest. So maximizing the interest that's being earned on the money that's being saved. Mm-hmm. So right. that's, that's one of the biggest points that we want to get across because you should never be penalized for placing your money in an institute that's right. using your money for investment purposes. Right. So right. it's re- really all about retraining the mind and how you think about money. Because if, if you're okay with somebody charging you to hold your money, you know your your whole concept of money is 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 not correct. Right. So first right. First, reprogramming the mind to understand how money works and how you should make it benefit for you as an individual, and then from there is planning on planning for you know the next generation or 
you know, whatever your goals are. But my goals is family generational, family generational wealth. So, you know, I'm all about building for my children and for their children. And then obviously, you know, doing stuff for myself. But then you have to have a plan. Without a plan, there's no goal. Uh, there's no end goal. So it's um, it's it's very important to understand how money works, how you how you can make money from money, and then you would use that money that your money makes to use towards you know whatever you want to use it towards. Versus work hard for money, spend that money. Now you're having to go back from square one and right. work hard again. Right. So it's just changing that that pattern or that concept. Yeah, because honestly, I didn't. I never really would have thought about it like that either. Because it's like, like you said, you make the money. That's the money you spend. Rather than you make this money, invest that money, and then you spend the earnings from the investment rather Correct. than the original um, sum. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many questions out here, you guys. Like, people just really don't. Like, here's some of the questions. Somebody said, what's the best or easiest thing to cut back on so that you can save without feeling deprived? I mean, that could really be anything. It depends on the person, right? Exactly. So, the first part of our class, we do have a, um, it's called a personal analysis sheet Mm. where you're going through all of your your um, assets and also your liabilities and you're scratching off the things that you don't want, your wants and your needs. Mm. So when you're scratching those off, you can kind of start minimizing on what the proper things that you actually don't need into in your life so that you can see what you're actually saving on a monthly base. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely benefit from from that. <laughs> no, that's uh-huh. right. Um, so, so, Troy, you talked about, like... Um, you know, building generational wealth, of course, I think that's for both of you, that's important. But what's something simple that like maybe I can take home and tell my kids um, that might help them as they grow about investing? Um, yeah, well, so I guess to, to simplify it, you just you look at it, anything you want, you know, whether it's materialistic or, or not. Um, you you have to question yourself whether it's a liability or an asset. Mm-hmm. So that differentiates, that cuts out half of the things that we desire, the things that, that we've always wanted, you know? So so one of the best and biggest investments, in my opinion, is 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 real estate. You know, that's, that's to me, I think that's a priority. That's something that you can tie into a trust. That's something that you can, you can lease, you can rent, or you can own or finance to somebody later on. And then you can pass those dividends or those those earnings from the tenant down to your your children or your your nieces, nephews, or grandchildren. So there's there's so many ways you can diversify your investments to where it can be beneficial and tying it back to generational wealth. So it it just really depends on the individual. But I think starting off by you know um, determining what's an asset and what's a liability will help a lot. Just because a lot of us we we want. You know, we work hard. The first thing we want to do is impress somebody that that really can care less or that really has no um, value in our lives. Or we we do things that really doesn't make sense. It kind of contradicts the whole purpose of what we're trying to achieve, which is to save money, grow money, make money. So it's it's just really um, minimizing liabilities as much as possible and, and more so investing in assets uh, regardless what those assets is um, you know just making smart investments and then tying them back into your generational wealth I okay. can um, add to that okay. so when it comes to your kids and the, the, the things that you should start 
teaching your kids from a young age is that I feel like you need to reprogram your kids' mind on how they think. Make sure that they understand what a um, a checkbook is mm-hmm. and, and how to write one. You know, that's what I'm doing with my, my kids. My kids is only six and ten. Yeah. From that, I also have them reading a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad for Teens. Okay. They're not teenagers yet, but when they start reading those things and getting their mind familiar with the words and, and the proper things that they're going to use, they're going to start asking mom and dad, well, what does this mean? What does that mean? Start also let them open up like like for the summer um what is it called like those little candy stores or those lemonades yeah like so something that actually, they can kind of right you, you want to start showing them the different ways on how money actually is, is progress through transactions okay so they can actually get a full understanding on what that is and how to save. So whatever money that they make from that lemonade stand or things of that nature, that you can then take that money and put it into an account that earns compounding interest and show them what they're actually making and show them the difference between something that's making less than 3% or something that's making more than 5% on their investment. So you just have to show them the different ways of how to invest so that they can understand the proper ways of money. Also give them a... um, a gift certificate, not a gift certificate, but like a card mm-hmm. that you can put money onto because that's what my son is only 10, but he actually has a card that I can add money onto where he's able to swipe for things that he wants at the store, whether if he's buying little games on his mm-hmm. little PS system or whatever the case may be, but I'm allowing him to spend money and showing him that the more you spend, the less you're going to have. But right. so that when he's older, he's not making the same mistakes when he were younger. Because now he's gonna he are, he already has the mindset to say, okay, I knew when I was young, I know for a fact that I didn't have enough money to get X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm older, I'm more stable and actually understand the difference. So once you start programming their mind when they're younger, they can then understand what they need to do as an adult. That's great. I really like that. Um, my daughter is six. And so every time she wants to do something, she's like, well, you can just use your card. I'm like, but see, the card just has the same money on it that I just told you, you know, whatever, right. whatever my gift budget is. <laughs> Absolutely. It can be like one of those little small gift cards that you can just add money onto. Definitely start giving her a card and let her swipe for her own things that she wants. But anytime she does good or anytime you feel like she needs to be awarded with something, you add money on to that card. So she's able to go to the store and start making her own purchases. Right. I bet you then she'll start, you know, paying more attention to. Paying more attention. Like, I only have this much left. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah, just start letting her know the difference. Right. Between how much she calls at a store versus what she has on a card. So, yeah, it'll definitely help out. Okay, so let me ask you guys a question about something that I saw on social media this morning. So I guess somebody posted on Twitter. She said, black professionals hate being told that they have no wealth. You might be a doctor so-and-so, but all them student loans got your net worth in the negatives. Let's talk about it. Then she goes on to say, black professionals uh, be having all kinds of degrees and maybe make six figures but the debt between a home and student loans is like 450000 You're still a life event and a missed payment from being on the street. And you have no wealth to transfer to your kids. Do you think there's any truth to what she's saying? Absolutely. Um, I do. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's limited to just, just black. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think it's yeah. kind of spread it out across the board. And it's, it's 
you know, I, I think we're we're so hard to def- we're quick to define us, especially as this. Um, yeah, as a whole, where we can be ignorant, I guess, when it comes to the way money works. But there, there are several people, several individuals who's, you know, who's also African American and who knows how to use money wisely, mm-hmm. and who's uh-huh. not in debt, and who has a net, you know, a uh, right, a, a good um, network, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, back in, I guess, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen is when. Rashidi and myself started, you know, making smart decisions and and uh, and really investing in ourselves and our company and, and structuring something that other people have an opportunity to also invest in. Uh, like for example, during Harvey, you know, I had, I mean, I've, I've went through that whole stage of you know spending money just ignorantly. You know, I, I've had Bentleys, I've had, no. you know, I've had all kinds of stuff. So. But but during Harvey, you know, I've lost it all too. So mm-hmm. you know, by me losing it all, I, I have that ability to sit back and, and really really value what's important and what's not. You know, and, and from then I was able to uh, you know assess my situation and start fresh and rebuild. And today, you know, I have I have a, a net worth over over a million dollars for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know the solid net worth, but uh, it's it's definitely over a million dollars. You know, and I. I don't have many. The only liabilities that I do have is student loans, which is less than fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 not really. Uh, I guess it's really based on the individual and, and just learning and, and figuring out and understanding how financial education um, how it works with you as an individual is yeah. what it boils down to, and just making it work with you. So that's that's something that we teach in our class and. Um, you know, we, we teach it to people with all with a diversified background, so it doesn't matter where you come from. Right. I mean, Rashida has a unique background. I have a unique background, and, but we made it work, so. That's good. That's pretty much it. Rashida, what were you going to say about the uh, post? So, I just feel pretty much what Troy just because at the end of the day I just agree with what she's saying but again just like what Troy just said it just all depends on the individual Mm -hmm. it all depends on the person itself whether they actually have the money or not depending on their liabilities and their assets of course it's going to negative out and that's going to be their true net worth but it it all depends on how you structure it Yeah, is what actually comes out to the actual true value so I agree so I think I think this just for probably for decades and it's not like you said it's not just a black thing but keeping up with the joneses or just kind of like you were saying troy's like buying bentley's or whatever makes you feel good on the outside it makes you feel like you have this money it's kind of the difference between you know looking rich and true wealth does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah, but you don't have I mean, to look rich. Right. Like, that, yeah, that's well, it's not... the perception that society yeah. has given. So, in the end, money doesn't... Does, like they say, money doesn't bring happiness. No right. one does it brings... Um, it, especially the United States. The United States is, is structured or created in a sense that we're never comfortable. We're never happy. We're never content. Mm-hmm. You know, usually we'll, we'll make a goal and say, hey, I want to make a million dollars. Yeah. And then you make that million dollars, I guarantee that you're going to want to make another million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to want to, so it never, it's a never ending cycle. And if you don't, if you don't realize that, then you're going to be caught in this pattern of constantly chasing something that you're never going to achieve. 
or once you get to that goal, that, that goal never ends. So you, you really have to have a solid understanding as far as what you want for you as an individual and then train that money or invest that money in the sense that it, it grows on its own. You're not constantly on this go, go, go. Right. And then there's really no peace or happiness. And then you kind of prioritize the money over family, friends, you know, things that's really more important. Right. Um, so it's, it's just really learning how money works without really investing 24 hours a day into trying to make money. Right. And make sure you have different strains. Yeah. So not just one, you know, aspect of strain versus your nine to five, but you need to be doing other things too to kind of generate that income. What would you say to people who are ready to throw away their nine to five? Oh gosh! <laughs> Before you throw away, somebody just throw it away. Choice so silly. <laughs> Before you throw away your nine to five, I just really feel like you should understand and, and structure yourself the right way, so that you can understand where your next revenue is going to actually come from mm-hmm. first. So you, you want to make sure you have a solid foundation before you just up and just say, okay, I'm just ready to leave. Because what happens is when you throw that away and you have nothing else to suffice what you were making, you have to actually be willing and able to sacrifice everything else. If you have kids, you have to be willing to move in with someone else right. and, and make sure that your pride doesn't get in the way. You have to be willing to say, okay, I am going to go all into my business and you have to be like on time you have to be steady with what you're doing and be committed mm-hmm. to what you're doing because if not you're going to end up in a poorhouse. Yeah. and no one wants to live on the street no one wants to be living in a shelter no one wants to be in that in that spectrum especially if you have kids so you just want to make sure that that you have a solid foundation before you start making those moves or partner up with someone that can actually help you make the moves that you want to make right Okay, I, I feel that. So let me ask you guys this last question. What is the most important thing you ever learned, like in your whole life, the thing that went and kind of changed everything for you? Oh, wow. Um, the most important thing that I have learned is when I had a death situation for me. Mm-hmm. So it was me giving birth to my... Um, my child, my second child, and I actually ended up in a coma. But what I learned from that through business is that I was actually growing my business at the time. And when I was growing my business, I lost everything. Mm. And one thing that I did learn from that is make sure that you have a solid team. When you work alone, it takes 10 times harder. But when you work as a group or a team, you're 10 times stronger. So make sure that you have like-minded people around you. Make sure that you have a solid team that can actually help you grow to your your future that you're trying to create for yourself. I like that. Troy? Um, I guess the uh, most important thing that I've learned was uh, to not be afraid to take risks and uh, yep. to take chances. You know, follow your, your heart, your desire. Um Never allow the materialistic things to stray you away, and um, and stay grounded. You know, most most importantly. So. Okay. So tell everybody how to find you guys so that they can uh, sign up for the uh, financial leadership center. 
So they can definitely go to um, Financial Leadership Center on Instagram and also on Facebook. But on Instagram, if they click the link in the bio, they just all they have to do is click on boot camp. Okay. And just find the nearest city to you. And if we're not in your city, just click on choose your city and type in whatever city you'd like for us to come to. And we'll see you there. Okay. So are you guys going to be back here in Houston? Yes. Actually, we should be having our Houston class is in June. June okay. 21st or the 22nd. It's one of those dates. Okay, cool. I think I'll, I'll love to come and meet you guys in person and just Oh, yeah, absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yep, sounds good. All right. Well, any last words for the people? Just peace, love, and prosperity. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was today's show. I hope you guys learned a lot about financial literacy and that you're excited about the Financial Leadership Center because I'm actually excited about it. I think I'm going to sign up for it. And if you want to do that, just make sure that you visit... um, the Little Man Investment Group or Financial Leadership Center on Instagram. The contest, they have instructions there. And actually, I posted it too on at Miss Creative AF and Between Us Girls podcast. So if you want to sign up, please do that. You sign up, you can possibly win a piece of a quarter million dollar prize. Okay, that's a big deal. So remember to share, like, and subscribe to this episode. And just tell your friends. Tell your friends that you love Between Us Girls and that you love Michelle Roy and that you like listening to her voice. Just tell them that. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.